This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. And once again, I was joined by games guru Kevin Sebastian, who reckons he knows already what the game of 2023 or the best game of 2023 is going to be. He's going to be talking about it in this podcast. Enjoy it and don't forget to join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show and it's time once again to talk uh, video games with the one and only Kevin Sebastian with phone in hand and lots of information to tell us all about. (laughs) Let's get started with something that you predict could be the game of the year. Absolutely. And this is a no-brainer for 2023. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to release tomorrow. The reviews are already out today. Um, I can tell you that it's going to be a game of the year without even playing it because, uh, first of all, Nintendo have been aggressively protective of this game. So much so that if people got advanced copies and they released it that they were playing, they were taken down. Like tweets, any social media posts were taken down. Nintendo lawyers were all over that. Okay. (laughs) And they were like strict. Does that happen a lot? Kind of of games. It happens very often, but no one is as aggressive as Nintendo. So much so when uh, a company literally made like copies of games old old games from like Nintendo Nintendo days from the Wii days yeah and they were selling them for like a small profit Nintendo made them so poor through litigation that this person who got uh, arrested he literally got arrested for this okay has to end up paying for the rest of his life he's 55 by the way he has to pay 176 million dollars to Nintendo Woo. or 30% of whatever he makes from now on. He's released now, but that's all. He's, like, he's forever indebted to that company. So no one is as litigious as Nintendo. Now, coming to their games, um, if you haven't known much about like the Zelda universe, like this again for viewers who are not familiar with that, like it's again, it's a 30-year-old series. Like how do you reinvent something yeah. that has a legacy of it? I'm, I don't know if you ever played the original. Legend of Zelda. The original yeah, Legend of Zelda. It, yeah. yeah, so... That same whimsy and wonder is very much there in the next game, but cranks it up to like a hundred times more bigger. So Breath of the Wild was one of the best games ever made. And how do you how do you follow up with that with Tears of the Kingdom? So uh this is unique. I'm not gonna say too much about the story no, because I'm not gonna spoil it all away. Obviously. <laughs> but they have this very unique combat system. Say, for example, in the game world you beat an enemy and then and then usually what happens in Zelda games is like the enemy drops something. And then they disappear. So it's usually ending up being a body part of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Say, for example, that body part, and you attach it to like a rock nearby, and then that rock can then be attached to a, a palm leaf. You can then suddenly find a hammer that can start making you fly up in the air. Now, okay. imagine that everything in the world can be used for something or the other to build. That is the level of detail that his game has. Like, if you're stuck somewhere, and you have nothing but like the environment around you. You can actually use the environment to navigate around the world. Like there are instances in the previous game where people have used old mechanics to like jump and skip ninety eight percent of the game and finish the end. Now right. this one, you're going to start having people like speedrunners. Speedrunners are people who beat the try to beat the game in record time. There are going to be this game is going to allow you to do that. Like it, the level of cl- complexity. And not just talking about the story, but the mechanics. This game is going to have people playing it for at least 
2023 throughout the year and they're still not going to finish it. I'm confident <laughs> about this. Like the, the story itself is like 50 hours long and that's mm. if you play it continuously. And then there's the rest of the world. So congratulations, Nintendo. They clearly have made a masterpiece of a game and we know that a few more releases are coming AAA in terms of uh, Microsoft and PlayStation, which is Spider-Man and Starfall. But knowing that every year when, whenever Nintendo releases a game right like right now when Zelda released there was no other game in that library like no other publisher has released anything else because they know stay away stay away <laughs> there's no point selling your the game the big right boys now. are releasing absolutely um, so that's uh, coming out um, on Friday yes um, tomorrow in fact yeah, yeah. right um is it physical copies that we're going to you be getting? You can get I'm a physical copy, and there's also a special edition as well for the uh, for the game. So you can like get like very customized controllers, very nice looking ones as well. Okay. And I recommend you buy the Nintendo Switch OLED for this. Like, if you have the Nintendo Switch, it's great. And if you have the OLED and you want, obviously, like if you want to take this on the go, that's also great. But this is a game that's best played on the big screen for me. Cool. Okay. So that's um, a brand new uh, uh, game. Could be game of the year. We'll have to wait to the end of the year to find out. Now, um, something called Jedi Survivor. I think we've got another Star Wars game here. Yes, we do. And Star Wars Jedi Survivor launched uh, two weeks ago. And uh, it's the follow-up to uh, another, another game, because, uh, Jedi, sorry, Fallen Order story is very much like taking place during the uh, Clone War era, post-Clone War era, after Order 66. So, like every other Star Wars game, you are the lone you're building the Jedi Order, essentially. Like, yeah. It doesn't take into account the movies or any of that stuff, but it has its own unique story and it has a lot of gameplay, it has a lot of puzzling and platforming. But one of the things about Jedi Survivor is the level of gameplay that it has. It is not an easy game. Like, you can make it an easy game if you want to. It has a lot of accessibility settings for the first time, which is really, really cool because you don't have a developer like that's pandering to, like... There's, there's a genre of players called Souls-like players where they play a game that punishes them. Like if you make the smallest mistake, you have to start all over again. Oh. You know, those are, like, really, really frustrating. But this game obviously gives you, like, levels of difficulty that you can play on. Um... Me being me, I played on the hardest difficulty. Naturally, <laughs> just to see like how tough it is, it's, it's not easy at all. Um, but the game is fantastic because it's the level of lore and everything else you learn about the Star Wars universe that's outside of the movies and the other popular media. Plus, they also have like a little like rewards as well. Like you can customize your lightsaber, you can like fight in multiple styles. And you can also customize your character and what he wears as well. All right. And they're also good. Uh, I would say, like, the dialogue, the story, everything, like, really, really is top-notch. It's, like, one of the best Star Wars games I've played so far. And that is saying something, because, like, one of the biggest issues that uh, Jedi Survivor had is that when it first released, it was not doing really well on PC. Historically, this year, 2023, has been a very watershed year for PC players, because every game that has come out on the PC has somewhat been broken. <laughs> People have been struggling to play it. Okay. Thankfully, now I can say this, they have patched the game, they put some updates out, and now the game runs smooth, so it's fine now. Uh, definitely catch it on all consoles, and uh, it's there for Xbox, PC, uh, PS5, and PC. Lovely, that's uh, Jedi Survivor. Now, uh, we, we touched on a bit of news a few weeks ago about yes. uh, Activision, Blizzard, the deal um, that was supposed to be going down. Apparently, it isn't anymore. It's a bit of a. It's going to be a bit of a long battle for Microsoft now because they really wanted this deal to go through, and the UK Comp Competition Markets Authority, also known as the CMA, are uh, the authority that decides whether or not they approve it. Because the um, 
authorities essentially were very concerned that Microsoft may be getting an, a, a monopoly on yeah. this. Funny enough, the UK CMA did not have an issue with the deal itself. They have an issue with Microsoft's hold on the cloud gaming market, which is understandable because right now Game Pass is a very good deal of, to buy when, when you want to play games on the go. And they are worried now that there's no other competitor in that physical space. There really isn't. Right. No one's doing it as well as Microsoft. They really actually have a very good uh, authority in that one thing. And with this deal not happening by the UK's approval, it now means Microsoft are going to spend a lot more money on making sure that it does happen. And uh, unfortunately, this also ties in with our next review, Redfall, for example. Right. Uh, this was a studio, it was made by Bethesda and Arkane, and this was studios acquired by Xbox as well. Now, unfortunately for what has happened now is rather the story is that Redfall, for all of its good intentions, it's not a, a very record-breaking game. It's like a very generic game. Yeah, yeah. It, You'll have a fun time with it, but you don't have like a lot of people like sticking around with the game long enough for it. Now, the issue with this is is that Microsoft are looking for like a big win. Like say, for example, PlayStation has Spider-Man, they have God of War, they have like a very iconic game. Whenever they release a game, it's like polished. It's the quality. Like, that's why people call PlayStation the Apple of gaming because whatever mm. they bring out, like it's fantastic. Microsoft need that win and they need it fast and they need it now. And with every every passing month that's going by with this deal not happening means that they don't get access to Call of Duty. They don't get access to like buying a yeah. lot of these big ticket games. Yeah. So uh, to say that Redfall, Redfall is not a bad game, to, like, let me make that very, very clear. It's just that it's not a game for everyone. And that's the problem now. I think Microsoft is just struggling to find their, not just their audience, but also the legal authorities and convincing them that this is a good deal for gamers. Right then. Um, so that's uh, the latest on the deal and Redfall. Finally, um, before I let you go, um, uh, Kevin, um, every every night I, get, I go home on, on the Metro, I start with my Candy Crush, then I go on to my mm-hmm. Wordscapes and I wrap up with a little bit of trivia. I need to, I'm, I'm getting a little bit in a rut, so I need a new game to play on my mobile phone. Okay, so this one is going to be a bit of a fun one because this is an iPhone ex- Apple exclusive as well. So basically, uh, if you have Apple Arcade, for example, this is a great, uh, I would say, a great tool for, like, especially for families who are, like, have an, in the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. If you're an iPhone or iPad, the game that I would highly recommend to play, and it just come out now. It's not even like, I would say, it's like not even old enough. Like it's they've been out for like a week now. It's called What the Car, and it's a car racing game. However, your car is not a car. It's a human on. <laughs> it's a human wearing <laughs> a car costume, and he's walking and running. <laughs> right. So you control him through a series of puzzles. It's absolutely hilarious because uh, the makers of that game actually made something called What the Golf. And it was a good golfing game, but however, the fun story in that is when it what appears to be you hitting a golf ball, suddenly the ball becomes the stick and you end up hitting the player. So the player becomes, you have to put the player into the hole. And (laughs) the game throws really weird curveballs as well. So this studio particularly has been making like very good games. And if Water Car is a car racing game and it's just essentially, it makes you take weird things. Like for example, you have to like jump a ramp and then you have to make sure the human actually jumps physically. So, and it, it have come. It leads to very hilarious consequences. Right, right. And it's also challenging as well. It's not like it's like an easy joke comedy game. It's actually a challenging game, which will take a lot of your time. Hundred percent, definitely give it a shot. I would Lovely. say, like, you'll have a real kick out of it. Your kids will have a real kick out of it as well. My ride on the metro sorted. What the car? Um, if you see me playing it, give me a tap on the shoulder and ask me how I'm doing. Kevin Sebastian, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming and talking for to us me. for games. 
You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.